You're about to listen to youth produced content from Listen Up Youth Radio. Listen Up is a Twin City social enterprise working at the intersection of youth employment, leadership, and media production. You're listening to Youth Soup, the podcast that adds some youth to your soup. That was so good. Yay. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Youth Soup for the final episode of season one. Um, today's episode is going to be about finding joy, um, a very broad topic, but um, after the you know topics of our last couple episodes, like I think we could all use some joy, especially because it's negative 18 degrees right now, and we're all cold, so um, yeah. I'm going to start off the, que- uh, the the discussion by um, with the question, what is something that you have found joy in in the last week? And we can go, we can popcorn it around. So, I found a lot of joy finishing, mixing and mastering a couple songs for my friend. Because then he released them on like Spotify and stuff, and his fans really like them. And I like that because that tells me his fans like my mixing, which means that like I didn't um, f it up basically. But that always feels really good. So I've been kind of riding that high all week of just seeing all the positive feedback on like his page and stuff of everyone liking the song. That's so Um, much more impressive than anything. I mean. Um, in the last week, he said, uh, oh, oh, okay. Last night, um, there was like, there was a LSU event. LSU stands for Latinx Student Union. And it was the first event of 2023 at my school. And so it was just really, we like made a vision board for 2023. Like, what do you want this year to be like? And played some music. And then they ordered some food, pupusas, which are like, um, usually this mass flour thing and then there's cheese or meat or beans in the middle um but yeah there was a lot of new faces a lot of like first years um that haven't showed up before and so it was exciting to see them wanting to like find community and meet new people and then also just seeing friends that i haven't been able to see over winter break that was really really fun and yeah it was really goofy found out (laughs) like um there was a solid 30 minutes where I was talking to someone that I kind of knew but I didn't know this fact that she also liked k-pop I like (laughs) k-pop and then all of a sudden like five of us congregated and we were just talking about k-pop and it's I know it's so niche but yeah that brought me joy this past week and I'm a popcorn to Rina Okay, um, it's been, like, kind of a rough week, um, so I'm trying to think of something, but, um, I think something that has brought me joy is, um, oh, crap. (laughs) No, I did not like my, actually, my birthday, okay, it wasn't technically this week, it was on the 26th, um, and it was better than a lot of my other birthdays I usually spend my birthdays like crying which is really sad but I do it's like a tradition but um I got to see my friend who um is in college in Boston 
I was back for like 72 hours and I happened to be like over my birthday. And so them and their brother picked me up and it was really fun. And they got me a cake, which was really cute. Um, so yeah, my birthday was okay. It was a pretty good birthday. I'm going to popcorn to Clara. Um, the semester just started at my school. So it was really nice to like be new classes, I guess and like see what people I have to deal with for the next few months. Um, yeah, so the new semester, I have an acting class. They brought acting back to my school and like theater. So hopefully I get to be in a play before the end of the year. That's like one of my like biggest things to look forward to right now. I really wanna be in a play. I feel like I can belt really well. Theater kid Clara? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. <laughs> Do you like any musicals? I love, this is about to be so basic. I like Hamilton. I'm not ashamed of it. No, you shouldn't be. I love Hamilton. I know the entire soundtrack. I call my friend at 1 a.m. and just rap. <laughs> yeah. What? My dad and my little sibling picked me up this morning blasting Hamilton. I was like. As they should. Good morning. Alexander Hamilton. Or like Heather. We're going to get copyrighted. No. Are we going to get copyrighted? I don't think so. We're not. I don't think it's realistic enough to get copyrighted. Or like Heather's. I tried Heather's is a good play. No, no, no. The OG. The OG. The OG? Okay. Oh. We are all talking. Oh. Kind of. Okay. Do you want to? Uh, sure. Um, this week, something that brought me joy was going to basketball practice because uh, this was my first year ever playing, like, other than in gym class. So uh and it was like really hard at first because i was the only one who didn't know how to play and so i was making mistakes constantly and i felt really bad about it because like whoever's team i was on was like suffering a lot of points like we were bleeding points a lot uh so it just made me really happy to go to practice today because like i've improved so much and when it first started like i didn't like it because i was so self-conscious but like I went uh, to practice and like I was excited about doing it and I was like, oh, I've improved and this is just something I like doing now. Keen? Oh. So technically it's not this week. It was on Sunday. It was my birthday. And I got to see some of my friends and hung out and got food. And then I got like two presents. Well, I got some presents, not two, but Two of them were my favorite. One of them was a cardboard stand of Tay from BTS, and it's beautiful. <laughs> I stare at it. <laughs> do you wanna Do you wanna explain what a cardboard? Okay, so basically it's like a cutout in like Tay's body size, and it's just him posing. He's very pretty. <laughs> do you wanna explain who Tay is? Yeah, from BTS. I said that. <laughs> Tay from BTS, he's very pretty, he's going to the military soon, and won't be sad, it's okay, fine. And then I got um, a Polaroid camera, because they explained it to me, they're like, okay, and I do, I love cameras, I broke my other one recently, so, well not me, I was gone for like, not recently, I'd say like during summer, I went out for a trip, and I came back to broken lenses, so... Yeah, I was upset. It was. So now I just have disposable cameras 
and a Polaroid now, so I'm really happy about that. And I got like slavery free chocolate, so I was really happy. <laughs> Was it that, like, Tony's Chocolonia yeah, brand? Yeah, yeah. Tony's so Chocolonia is really good. good. $7, though? It's yeah. very expensive. I yeah. use my EBT card. <laughs> Real. Use EBT for Tony Chocolonies. Yes, EBT. EBT makes me happy. Bro, me we don't have EBT anymore. They took it away. I know. They were cool for that. just, like, gave me an EBT card, and I forgot about it for a year. And then I realized I have, like, 500 bucks on it, so I've just been going crazy. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I miss EBT cards. Maybe I'll get one. But you know what's what's cruel? Like, you can't, you know, like the rotisserie chicken mm -hmm. at Cub or whatever? Mm -hmm. yeah. You can't buy that with EBT. Yeah, you can't but buy any warmed food. Yeah. You used yeah, to be can. able to buy a rotisserie chicken because that's what we would do. We would go, like, on Sundays, we would go get a rotisserie chicken and, like, um, like the potato... The wedges? Wedges. Yeah. Like... Jojo's. Jojo's, except, yeah, we call them Jojo's. Mm -hmm. And Jojo's and a rotisserie chicken with our EBT card, and they took that away. Like, why can't we buy hot food with our EBT cards? You can use it on DoorDash now. Wait, no way. Did EBT? You, know? you can use EBT on DoorDash. No way. <gasps> I'm gonna go crazy when they reload my card. No way. I didn't know that. Like, yeah, you can use it to like order groceries from oh. Whole Foods and stuff too. Dang. Life hack. <laughs> this is like the. <laughs> oh my God, guys, that should have been kept between us. What if the government knows that? <gasps> Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> the government. Oh no, no more EBT They're coming for, for us. What if the government knows you can use EBT on? <laughs> Anyways. Biden isn't gonna be happy about that. No, not. EBT is right. for not us only. To. That, I, mean, I don't. I don't. I don't know right. I think that was fine. EBT makes that us happy. The government yeah. keeps keeps us full. Uh, well, not me anymore, but <laughs> keeps people full. Um. Hmm. Do they? Do they? Do? I mean, they fed me, and I live on chips. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um. Um. What brings you guys joy from being in Minnesota? Or the Midwest, um, whatever. Oh. The Minnesota River. Mini hopeless. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, all, one, all the bodies of water that we have. Two, the like, people will help you get your car unstuck. They just will. And like, one time when there was like the big snowstorm, me and my little sibling were walking like two blocks to go feed a neighbor's cat. And it's like a five minute walk. It took us three hours because we were helping people get out of the ditch. I am not that nice normally. There's, I'm just not, like, I'm a nice person, but I'm not that nice. And, like, something happens when it's, like, when there's a snowstorm oh, yeah. that makes you nice. And I'm, like, I'm not this nice. No, because in this... <laughs> but today I am. Today I am this nice. During the summer, like, okay... I see like cars with their lights flashing and I, I don't care. I'm sorry. Like I have I have places to be. <laughs> I have places to be. Um but somehow in the winter, like yeah, like literally in our alley this past when we had the <laughs> when we had the winter snowstorm, um my whole apartment building, like everyone just like went outside and was helping pe like people who had their cars stuck in the alley. And it was really sweet. 
there's a lot of people, there was a lot of language barriers, like based um, from the people who live on my block, because there's a lot of immigrants where I live. Um, but it was like really, really cute how people were just like, through hand gestures and stuff like that, we're communicating. Yeah. Yeah, we don't really need to like use words. We were just like, oh, someone's stuck. Mm -hmm. Like there was this UPS truck that was stuck in the middle of the road and it had been stuck for two hours. And me and my like <laughs> 10 year old sibling were like, okay, let's go help. And wait, how could a okay, UPS truck? A UPS truck, like, like a big UPS truck. And there was like three like grown men, you know, trying to move it. But the thing is, they weren't pushing it. They were just trying to like, like drive it. And I'm like, you guys, you should know better than this. I'm sorry, what? And so me and like this like child mm -hmm. come and push it, and we're and they're out. And I'm like, <laughs> we're just like that. Like we're just like that. We're just built different. And um, yeah. I don't think they, I don't know, they didn't appreciate us, but we got them out. And then they were a block, they, they were out for a block and then they got stuck again. I was like, no, I'm not going, I'm not going after them. I'm sorry, I'm not going after them. They got out, it's fine. Um, yeah. What was the question? What <laughs> about like living where we live makes you happy? Oh, can I go? Yeah, I'm gonna go, okay. Hey guys, so. <laughs> I kind of like the Midwest. I don't know why people downplay saying like, oh, there's nothing to do. I feel like it's more of the people that you meet that makes it the, the worthwhile, worthwhile living here. It's like, yeah, it can be boring. But if you have like certain people, like you can go to like, I don't know. I feel like it gives very much home. What's that one? Homework? Homework? Homework, Homework movies? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It gives... <laughs> 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 During the fall, it's those vibes. I mean, it's not boring. We have the Mall of America, Valley Fair. Okay, that's all we that's have. That's all far away. <laughs> and we're, okay, yeah, we live in the cities. We don't live in the suburbs. But all the fun stuff is in the suburbs. You know what makes me happy about living in Minnesota? Mm -hmm. That I don't live in Edina. That I live in the Twin Cities. And Every that I do not live in, in the suburbs of Minnesota because I would... Mm -mm. Okay. I, that makes me happy. Everybody hates Edina and Wyzetta. Yeah. And as they should. It's just something everybody can agree on here. <laughs> and I think that's amazing. Yeah. We have that community of hating. <laughs> Edina? Edina? Yeah, yeah. I'm in the city right next to Edina. I'm Bloomington. Bloomington? Um, Nobody yeah. likes it. I hate Edina. There is literally an acronym for Edina. And what it's every it? day I need attention. <laughs> that is so true. Is that not like... That's the embodiment yeah. of people if, yeah. from there. If people at are walking, any age, not just like... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, if they were walking down the street, you will know they're from Edina. You literally know. You can you smell know. the rich. <laughs> or, like, when people are, when I was at, like, I was at um, my corner store, and it's all, like, and the people who know, you know, we know, right? We yeah. know. And then there was some, like, suburb couple that walked in and was, like, <laughs> and I'm, like, Y'all are from Edina, aren't you? But like low key, all the suburbs are like just about as nice as Edina. Edina just feels like the most hate. But yeah. like you go to West Bloomington, it's the exact same. Or you go to like, basically every suburb has its really nice area. I hate Lakeville. Can I just? But, I hate Lakeville. I hate Lakeville. 
Lakeville's okay. My cousins live there. That's why I don't like it. Oh, okay. Edina, I feel like everyone just hates it because... Like some of the more prevalent redlining, like yeah. they were known mm. very specifically to make sure that it was like white. Yeah, it's a sun downtown. Yeah, actually, and like okay, like to preface this, our hate for Dina isn't just like us being haters. Like there's actual reasons that people don't like a Dina. Um, so like, yeah. we're not mm -hmm. mean. Maybe you should talk about that then, like going to the history of it, like how they had super discriminatory housing markets and stuff. We could talk about that. Yeah. Literally, that led to, to literally. They kicked out, they literally try their best to kick out people of color because they want to keep it, what do they call it, rich, I guess? Like the price market goes down apparently and it's so like, be FFR. FFR. <laughs> Anyways, I don't Very want yuppie environment. Yeah. Yuppie. I mean, they have nice houses, but still. Anyways. Does anyone, when I, the first time I heard yuppie, I thought they were talking about gu bubble guppies. What is yuppie? I don't know. It's like rare. <laughs> Have y'all seen it's bubble like, guppies? Yes, yeah. I've seen bubble guppies. Yeah. Of course. Yuppies are supposed to be like, you know the movie American Psycho? That's kind yeah. of supposed to be like a yuppie anthology. Oh. That's kind of like, just think like Patrick Bateman. Like, let's see Alan's business card. That, that That's like super yuppie. Stuff. Yeah. Yuppie. It's like so detached from actual issues that they're just kind of living in a Mm -hmm. no, that, that's what it feels like whenever I'm in a suburb. I'm like, I don't feel like myself right now because I'm like, like it's like there's an entirely different world and it's very weird. And that's one thing I appreciate about living where I live is that like, Diversity. yeah, and like there's just like we're not completely. A, I don't know, like, I, I don't. Community. Good community. Yeah, yeah, and like. I'm sure the people in the suburb have that, but like, not the same. Mm -mm. No, we don't. They I don't even know my neighbor's name, like straight up. Oh, and I've been living on. I've been. That's, that's so that sad. might be kind of just my effort, though. I'm also lazy, but that kind of <laughs> just speaks to like the whole environment. Like I've been in the same house on the same block for like over a decade now, and I could name maybe four of my neighbors, and yeah. I've had like a conversation with maybe two of them in the past year. Yeah. Like it's just everyone lives their own little life in the suburb. It's like this manufactured perfect environment where you can just do your thing and ignore everyone else and be fine yeah or it's like i feel like in the city you almost like have to be in a part of your community to thrive mm -hmm. like you can't just be super isolated and still have a good time like yeah. compared to in the suburbs it's like designed for you to not talk to anyone else mm -hmm. that's so strange that's that's sad yeah that's the thing about yeah so what was the question oh okay, yeah so back to what i was saying earlier yeah, it's the people that you meet, but not in the suburbs. I'm just going to say that. Because in the suburbs, it's really hard talking to people. Like, you're right. Because, um, like, my cousins, I lived with them for a bit. We did not know anyone. We Like, we would just do our own thing. But when I moved back to Minneapolis, um, I knew everyone. I know everyone on my block. Yeah. Like, we all talked to each other. Yeah, like, in the <laughs> suburbs, it's so weird. Um like I try to make friends with everyone at school and like I moved to the burbs when I was like six so I was really young when I moved there and even then like I'd show up to school and try to make friends and everyone's like parents were already friends and stuff like their moms were cheerleaders together and all that sorts of crap like everyone already knew each other so it's like there were already these super clicky environments as young as like six or seven mm -hmm. so it was just super weird compared to like 
going to a school in the city where it's kind of like everyone's just trying to have a good time. I feel like there's obviously still fights at both schools and stuff, but like it felt like every day is more of a new day mm -hmm. in like city schools and like in a city environment compared to in the suburbs. I feel like everyone keeps score so much and there's so much more clicky stuff. Um, uh, kind of something that when Keen was talking, it reminded me of something that, I don't know, I have mixed feelings about. Um, but like the s white suburban, like, I don't know, obsession with like having a nuclear family, which, ha would, like, which is like a mom, like a nuclear family, which is like a mom, a dad, and three kids, and no one else helps raise them. Mm -hmm. It's like, um, if, like I've seen this in my aunts, who like live in like, they all live in the suburbs my aunt my aunts and uncles it's like if anyone is like if their if their kid is like feeling cared for and supported by another adult it's like oh my gosh they're so offended and i'm like y'all are weird it's like a like a superiority mm -hmm. whatever it's yeah there you go it's like they it's like don't a hierarchy. they don't want their kids to feel supported by any other adult yeah. and i'm like that's so stupid wouldn't you rather have a bunch of like adults like like in community like with your family and like raising your children and raising a family like wouldn't that that seems like the logical thing to me is having like because you can't do it all yourself like it that doesn't make sense and like giving your child like and even yourself like the opportunity to be like loved and cared for by a bunch of different people mm -hmm. that that's so in my mind that's so clearly the best option yeah and people have been doing that for since forever yeah. like raising their families and communities yeah i feel like yeah i agree because sorry i no, lost okay. my okay so basically yeah i agree because i've i went to a suburban school and people are not like that at all like compared to Minneapolis public schools or just the community I grew in, people will help each other out. As you said earlier, like cards and stuff, that's completely normal in Minneapolis. And you network and become friends. Everybody literally knows everyone here in a sense. But if we were to go out in the suburbs, everybody's for themselves. Nobody wants to help. And if you were like neighbors in a sense, like if you needed flour for something because you ran out, you can do that in the city. You can just knock on the door and say, hey, can I get some flour? And they'll give it to you. Compared to the suburbs, like, you can't do that because you don't really know that person. And everybody, in a sense, is clicky. And speaking of, like, hierarchy about family and stuff, I've met people like that. And it's really hard to deal with them because, like, how do you want to just, like, have your own little tiny little circle but not, like, reach out? That's weird. And that's, in a tech, okay, in a sense, that's not how humanity started thriving that's not how it is like I feel like a sense of coldness going on in the suburbs because I'm black too and the suburbs in Minnesota is usually just straight up white people and everywhere. yeah like literally if you were to go out you don't feel it's just cold and it's like copy paste houses compared to the cities literally you just I don't know I feel like if you were just walking down the street and you needed something people will help you or like They'll say hi to you, talk to you, yeah, and stuff. So. And like, this isn't to say that like the city doesn't have its issues. Like, yeah, that's a whole other episode. But I'm yeah. glad that we're like able to like focus on some things that like make us happy about it. Because I I don't know. I don't think we would get 
it's hard to like function yeah if you're just completely consumed by these things that suck yeah so like the suburbs does like there are some benefits too though like like i've been thinking about it now that i'm at the age where i'm trying to move out like do i want to get a place in the city where i'm like close to everything and it's super easy to go everywhere or do i want to go out to the burbs and like right now i'm still like leaning more towards the burbs just because like it is quieter it is still like a little bit cheaper if you find a good spot and stuff and like like there are still benefits to being in like the quiet isolated environment and then being able to go into the city if i want to but like like the suburbs definitely still have its benefits as far as like being quiet like the roads always get plowed and stuff there's never the birds i'm so jealous of how clean all the roads are in the suburbs i've never had an issue and we live on like some tiny little random you know cul-de-sac road and it's like (laughs) so that's where all the plows are going first thing in the morning it's clear well yeah because that's where all the taxpayer dollars (gasps) wait i didn't make that connection before Our yeah, taxes I bet go to guys, some disgusting things. A lot, but I bet the city pays a lot of taxes too, but yeah. I don't know. For some reason in the burbs, like I always imagine like, like I'll go visit my friends who live like near Lake Hiawatha or something and mm-hmm. their roads will be terrible. But like literally first thing when my dad wakes up, it'll be like four or 5 a.m. and the plows will have already cleared because they come through at like three or four. Not fair. Yeah, it's insanity. But yeah. like that's what's nice about it is, you yeah. know, the streets are super wide open. There's no one walking on them. The plows can just come through. Yeah. Except at the same time, it's a downside because, you know, if there's no one walking on the streets, it's an empty, I mean, not empty, empty desolate wasteland. From what I've noticed, um, the suburbs, downtown, and the highways will be cleared, but everything else will not be cleared. It will be, like, dirty and muddy. So I guess that is the downside. But there, I guess that's one of the major downsides which is annoying because people can get in car crashes because it gets really icy on the roads. You want to hear a Minnesota rant? I hate how I have to come into the city all the time from the suburbs in this terrible weather because like driving- And during traffic hour. Yeah, no, because like whenever I have to come to this building or my other internship, it's like Mm -hmm. right in, you know, bad traffic. So even if I'm just at home all day, I'll wake up at like noon and then I'll just do whatever till three and then I'll have to get in the car and all of a sudden, you know, it's fine while I'm still in the burbs and then I have to get on 35 or I get into the city or I have to navigate inside the city to get to some building or something. And it's just the worst, like the stress and the dichotomy between driving in the city versus the burbs is so real. Have you found ways to balance the like hard things that come with um, like having like a marginalized identity, I guess, um, with some joy and community that also comes from that. Does that make any more sense? A little bit, yeah. It's just like something, we all have like stuff that is hard in our lives that tie into like, it doesn't necessarily have, it could be like an event or something that happened and it has trauma or like has left something, has impacted you in some way. Yeah, and then how do you combat that or deal with that sadness or frustration or whatever emotion? Yeah, so I'm actually, um, I'm actually a really sad person. And um, for me, I've been having a really hard time with this semester specifically, or I guess throughout winter break. Yeah, ever since I transferred schools, because I'm not used to an environment and I like to stick to one environment, 
it's easier for me to like digest and I guess school has been really hard for me and everything so I've been especially studying for chemistry I hate chemistry but I'm doing chemistry and homework I'm so behind with everything but I find joy after or like after studying or finishing homework which I haven't really done but I'm doing it I reward myself with um McDonald's at like 11. Uh, yeah yeah or like I'll order like Grubhub or something and I'll like order like this specific meal which is like a shareables which is a lot of food <laughs> and a McFlurry and after I study I sit on the floor my comfort place is the floor and yeah and I in a sense I just watch anime I'm watching this anime called Puppy Cat or something, something very lightweight and easy to digest. And I'll just lay on the floor with my laptop or iPad and eat McDonald's and sit there for until 1 a.m. <laughs> it's actually really nice. I'm not gonna lie. I was I made the mistake of laying um, on New Year's for too long on the floor because. I ended up like sleeping weird, and now I'm doing physical therapy. It's weird, <laughs> but yeah, that makes me really happy. And then I have school, so I'm sad again. <laughs> I guess I have. I can go next, or I have something to share. Yeah. Um, this kind of relates to what we were talking about Minnesota, because just growing up, like the environments that I was mainly surrounded by or like in I was uh, particularly like talking about my my racial identity and my ethnic identity was I was like always the minority or like there weren't really that many people who look like me and specifically like when you're um Latinx but not Mexican the community and like the options or people that share the same ethnic background as you is like really limited um and that was hard growing up. Like, I felt like my family was the only one who was Ecuadorian. And, like, the apartment building that we live in, literally everyone is, every family there is Mexican, and there's one Somali family. <laughs> um, and then there's us who are Ecuadorian. Um, but with time, I think there's a high amount of, like, immigrant people who move to the Twin Cities because, like, it's a sanctuary city which I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but if you, if you want to know what that is, you can look it up. Um, but where I live is nearby Lake Street, and there's just a lot of different people from all over the world that have businesses there or like just simply live there. And it has really helped in just finding joy in my, and pride in my ethnic identity. And instead of like focusing or being upset about like there not being as many like Ecuadorian places or restaurants or stuff like that, I can instead look at it differently and be like, oh, there's so many different cultures and different people with different experiences and backgrounds. And now I just like to go down Lake Street and check out any new restaurants or like new, yeah, new places. And that has brought me a lot of joy. Yeah. I can go next. Um... There is a couple things 
um, that I've been thinking about. Um, particularly, like, relating to, like, being trans and being, like, um, queer. Um, one of them is the, this is, like, I don't know, a little less serious, I guess. But whenever I'm, like, in the depths of, like, oh, my God, this is so unfair. Like, da 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 Like, why couldn't I, like, be a boy? da 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 And I'm, like... Then I realized if I was, like, socialized and raised as a boy, I would be a menace. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I'm fine now. Like, I would be, I think I'd be so annoying. Like, I, I literally just think I would be so annoying and, like, obnoxious. Like, more than I already am. And, like, that, I can't handle that. So, that, you know, I can, I can, like, you know, that makes me feel a little bit better sometimes. And then, like, the more serious one, or, like, the more genuine one is um, that... Um, like, currently, I'm feeling, like, I don't know, I'm in this, like, slump of, like, wow, there's, like, no trans people, da, 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 like, I, I, like, I'm not in, I, I don't feel like I'm in, like, community with a bunch of other trans people, and, like, and it sucks, um, and it really, like, I don't know, I think about it a lot, and I, like, I don't know, it definitely affects my I don't know, it makes me really sad, but um, I guess a way that I, something that I am really grateful for is the, like, the connections that I do have and the relationships that I do have um, with other trans mask people and just trans people in general. Like, it, it, eight times out of ten, it um, outweighs all the hard things, and, um, I don't know, reminds me that, you know, I, there is, like, community, and there is, like, a lot of, there is a lot of trans people <laughs> that exist, and that have always existed, um, and if you want to hear me and my friend talk a lot about that, stay tuned for the second season. A little promo, um, does anyone else want to share? Um, okay, so, like, whenever I get stressed out, uh, it's kind of weird, but I don't like telling people, uh, about my problems, because I don't want them to worry about me, so I tend to keep it to myself, uh, but, like, when I need to, like, say something, like, just get it off my chest, it just makes me feel a lot better when I do, I just sort of, like, take a camera, and then I just record myself, like, uh, telling, like, the air my problems, and then I delete the video, and it's like all my problems are gone away. Like, I don't know. That's a really good idea. Like, That's really cool. And nobody has to know. Like, all my problems are solved now. Well, not really, but, like, I'm not as stressed and worried about them anymore. Like, I feel better. And, uh, yeah, so my family and my friends, they don't have to worry about me. And, yeah, that's just what I do. It's a healthy way. Mm -hmm. Have you guys ever took photos of yourself crying? Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> but that's a really good idea, though, like, like, deleting that after and be like, um, what is something that helps balance out, like, the something hard, hard in your life or like what are some things that um 
I just like meditate and go on hikes and play music and work out, you know, just like the, the like basic stuff people have been doing for like thousands of years. I just stick to the basics, I guess, to like balance my life out from like the craziness of the 21st century. How do you like have the motivation to work out and stuff? Um, Sorry, wait, how do you I have the, I have to repeat oh, myself. How do you have the motivation to work out and stuff? I don't really consider it like a motivation thing. Like it's not a choice. I just do it. Mm. And I don't, I don't put any more thought into it than that. Like I don't, I don't allow myself to like think about it long enough to even get like an emotional connection to it. It's just like something I do. Amazing. Because Thanks. <laughs> it's because people usually have to like force themselves because it's it's out of their comfortability i cannot speak english anymore yeah. oh yeah um it's coming to me just wait okay um yeah i used to do that too where i'd like record voice memos of me just venting to air but that takes up a lot of phone storage so i started journaling and it's great to journal because it's like while i'm getting my feelings out simultaneously i'm like writing my memoirs Me memo memoirs memoirs mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's just really comforting knowing that it's going to be there and one day everybody will read how unhinged i was speaking of which my close friend story that is very therapeutic mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah yes i got on the close friends private i got on the Claire's close friend story two days after we met. And that is like my biggest flex. Okay. Should we wrap up? Closing? Yeah. Just thank you. Yeah. Thank you for listening um, to this very chaotic episode. Um, I don't know. It's kind of fitting. It's the last episode of the season. And I don't know. We are normally kind of unhinged. Um, we did so not stick to the topic. We did not stick to the topic. And that's okay. And everything's fine um so yeah thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next season or Bye. 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 it was a good season learn more about listen up youth radio including our peer-to-peer -peer educational workshops in media production and social media marketing services at www.listenupyouth.org check out past broadcasts of youth soup on a live podcast app now available on ios and coming soon to android this activity was made possible by the voters of minnesota through a grant from the metropolitan regional arts council thanks to a legislative appropriation from the Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.